requirements to be saved. Here is a love note for your journey. Requirements to be saved. So before I go into reading still from the book of Acts, reading about the first church, if you've been following along in this journey, we have been walking through the book of Acts. That's where I believe the Lord has led me. And that's what I've been, love notes I've been sharing. And I hope you've been able to read um, those chapters that I have been sharing. But before I get into this, uh, I woke up this morning and um, I got up and I started thinking about the Lord. And as I was thinking about the Lord, our minds always go to, you know, it just does. It can, it can um, wander off in certain areas easily. <laughs> That's why we need to bring it back and uh, bring thoughts captive and, you know, think on things that are good and pure and holy. And so um, as I was laying there, I said, I thought about some areas of my life that, you know, I want to improve, that I want to, to get better. And I'm so glad and that I can just be so transparent with the Lord and areas that, you know, I want to see better, areas that I don't feel like as far as myself, I've those areas are to me where God wants it to be. And so um, I have, I thought about that, but then I thought about the scripture. I thought about uh, uh, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and everything will be added. And so as I was laying there, think about the Lord, this came to me and I know it was just the Holy Spirit that brought me, brought this to me. Um, God already sees us right. He already sees us perfect. So everything that we might see that is not right and need to be made right and things that we're dealing with, uh, no matter in our bodies or whatever, God already see us in that perfection. He see us as his son, as Christ. And so it made me think as I was sitting there, I was like, wow, Lord. And it also just just made me think that since we're already right, that that Holy Spirit, as I've been saying, his transforming power is transforming us into the likeness of Christ. And that's God's grace. That is the power that is changing us into what he already sees. And so as we continue to seek God, as we continue to make him first in our lives, as we continue to pray to him and read the scriptures, what is God already see is transforming us into what he already sees. And so as I sat there, I was just like, Lord, I said, we're already made right. We're already made right. When God sees us, he sees us through the perfect eyes of Christ. And that is God's grace and God's power that allows us to be changed into what God already know we are going to be. So bring it back when I look and I see the flaws and things that I might not be lining up like it needs to be. 
that's the goodness of God. And I can't help but praise him and thank him because now it's just the the working of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit that is changing. And what I need to keep doing is just keep seeking God. Just keep seeking the Lord. And it is because things that I might, and this is just ourselves. This is not how God sees things that I might five or or six years that might have not been kind of really a, a a big thing or a big deal to me. Now because I'm in, we're in this light. I'm like, mm, I I don't like that. <laughs> you know, I'm not okay with that. No, that's not because truth is revealing, but it's also transforming us. It's changing us. And so as long as we're hearing this, but there's always going to be something that needs to be in truth and needs to be better because we don't we don't see everything that God. That's why we need the scriptures, the help of the Holy Spirit to show us who we are, because we begin to look at our flawed self and our imperfect self and things that we might have messed up and didn't. But that's not how God sees us. And when you get that revelation it's just transforming you and and it's a it's it's not a, a a burden or a heaviness that to get God to 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 love me to accept me to no that's the goodness of God that's the goodness of God and so and I'm not saying things that we do like it's just okay but when you get that revelation your whole motive your heart is being changed your mind is being changed and that's why I said it's okay to be exposed before for one it's okay to be exposed the holy spirit knows all sees all he knows all and he knows those areas and that and it's transforming us it's changing us right into what God already sees so you imagine something that we see unfinished God sees finished and that's excitement that's even more to be like, God, just thank you and praising him and just falling in love more and more. You know, it's it's just amazing how the power works. And so as I was reading, um, again, this is called requirements to be saved, because even that, as I read in um, in Acts, uh, I read Acts 15 um, the Paul and uh, Barnabas, Barnabas have been traveling and they've been sharing the good news to the Jews and the Gentiles and the Gentiles. They're accepting God. They're accepting the Lord. They're accepting their Savior. And they've gone. And I mean, they're still, if you read, they are dealing with some persecution. They dealing with things that's going on. But that boldness to still just preach the word like the Holy Spirit is really taking care of them and sending them out and it's the same thing for us he takes good care of us and even though they endured the hardship and pain and things like that that God is still good and it says that you're gonna hey you to, to, to follow Christ it's gonna be some hardship it's gonna be some pain but we can trust that the finished work is so much more than what we are encountering now and so as I was reading this, you know, they're, they're, they're talking and I encourage you to go read it. You know, they sharing all the miracles and everything that they've done and um, how 
the the it's been open to now the Gentiles and the Gentiles are receiving the word. But you always have these other people that when stuff is just right and stuff is truth, you got opposition right there trying to tell you differently. Just like with us, even with me, when I got up, when I'm just focusing on Lord, you got opposition always trying to tell you something different. No, stand on what God says, stand on the word. And so they were saying that unless they are circumcised, they can they cannot be saved. Like the requirements of the Mo- of Moses requires that they be circumcised. And so now they we they they've done this work. They've um, spread spread the word. They have faith. They believe. They accepted the Holy Spirit. And now you have uh, someone saying, "Hey, no, unless they are circumcised by the law, they they cannot be saved." Like, nope, this is what you have to do. This is the requirement to be saved. And Barnabas and Paul, they did not believe that. They were not in agreement with that. They was like, "Wait a minute, no. These Gentiles have, you know, they they've accepted with joy. They've been converted and um and so one of them as they were speaking, uh P- Peter Peter got up and addressed uh, them, and this is what he said, and I'm going to read at 8. He said, um, Peter stood up, I'm starting at 7, at this meeting, after a long discussion, because they're having a long discussion about this, Peter stood up and addressed them as uh, follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts and he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentiles believers with the yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way by undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. And so everyone, they say everyone listened quietly as Barnabas and Paul told about the miracle, miraculous signs and wonders God had done through uh, them among the Gentiles. And so again, you know, they like, Hey, look here, this is, is it's the Holy spirit. It's, it is, um, it's God, you know, sees a person knows that person's heart. And so afterwards um, there was more that uh, another, um, he got up and spoke more and then they decided to go send them off so that they can um, meet with uh, some other apostles and, and elders in Jerusalem. And there um, they they uh, were able to come up with agreement, although some were still trying to say there were other requirements. And they said, we just do it like this. So they had they had agreed that they would abstain from. Um, let's go where it is. Okay, so they had a letter put together and they said in 24, we understand that some men from here have troubled you and upset you with their teaching, but we did not send them. We decided to have uh, decided having to come to complete agreement to send you official representations along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul who have risked their lives for the namesake of the Lord Jesus. 
We're sending you Judas and Silas to confirm that we have decided concerning your question. So they was like, okay, we got some people that we're, say, this, um, that we're sending, deciding your, you know, your question because people are like, okay, wait a minute. Now do they need to be circumcised? Now they're not really saved. Do they need to do this? And so for in 28 reads, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and us to lay no greater burden on you than these few requirements. You must abstain from eating food offered to idols, from consuming blood or meat of strangled animals, and from sexual immorality. If you do this, you will do well. Farewell. And so they sent that. The believers were excited. They took it with joy. And um, of course, the word just continued to, to travel and it continued to go. But again, there are things that that God does not want us to do. There's things that immorality and all these things that can affect us that can, but it does not change us from not being saved. It does not make that we're not saved. If these, if we do these things, no, your requirement to be saved is to help accept your Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. If you confess and you believe uh, that he died and was raised from the dead, then you you are um you are a born again believer and his spirit comes into you and to dwell with you and that that is the first uh installment like the promise that uh um uh, that you know we belong to him because we have the holy spirit and so yes there are things that um man-made things and things that put in place that they say don't do this and you got to do that but you got to get in the scripture for yourself now again what they gave them yes okay um sexual immorality and certain eating idols like this helped them it's like okay but to go through hey we got to do all this no that was what man had decided what what was done but now god is saying hey you ex you receive my spirit now, you know, and so that was just encouraging, uh, just reading that and just uh, just seeing even in our own lives that once you are saved and you are a believer and you accepted Jesus as your savior, don't try to say I got to do all these things because that is really what get people sidetracked now that I just accepting him like that old person that I tell you that I used to be. It just begins you, your mind. You, you're renewing your mind. You're transforming. Now you do got to get in the word you got because that's what they did. They listened to preaching and teaching. And then you got to be in the word because you you can't just be like, I accept Jesus. And then you don't want to know about what you accepted, who he is, you know, who I am, what I what what more is coming. You want to know all that. Other than that, then you will start having all these requirements and all these things and not allowing the Holy Spirit to work with you, work inside of you. You you are doing things that the world might say, people might say, and you're doing it on your own. No, you have the help of the Holy Spirit. And if we continue to seek him, seek the righteousness that we are all we already are righteous. We are already righteous. And so we have a righteous spirit that's in us. And so all that in these bodies and things that are out of place, it is being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And as we just yield 
and we accept and stand on, hey, I am saved because I accepted my Savior, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So that when you hear all these other things and you got these 20 things that you're trying to like, that don't, God does not. And I love listening. I like this song that it's been on, but I just got the revelation of it. Like, wow. And I sing it. You know how you sing something, you read something, and then it's just like, wow. Um, and the song was saying he can love you no more than he already loved you now. Like, God isn't, if I do this, then he's going to love me more. If I go to church, pay this, do that, and say this, and all this, he loves me. No. His love is as much love as he, I, it can't be no more. You know, it can't be no more. And when I just sat there and I thought about that, I was like, wow. You know, it really does take all those requirements and work after you and just falling in love with the Lord with your heart and let that just change you. And so you read that there's more details on that, more encouragement with that. And may you be encouraged as the Lord gives you more love notes for your journey.